Welcome to this week's episode of Brunch Gets Real Halloween Edition. Grab some apple cider, sit tight, and enjoy this Halloween special. Hey guys, welcome back to Brunch Gets Real. Woo! It's been a little while. Uh, we've yes. been slacking. It's been yeah. about a few weeks, I would it's say. Been, I will say that it's been very crazy. Yeah. Um, at least for my end. I've been, I'm, okay, good news. I've submitted all my applications. So mm-hmm. everybody, please send positive vibes. Pray for me. Do whatever you can to <laughs> just give me all the positive luck and energy for my um, applications. Will do. Pray for Elliot. Pray for me. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been busy, but we're back and we're excited for this week's episode. Yeah, it's going to be a fun episode. It's going to be um, kind of a themed episode because Halloween is coming up and we thought it would be fun to talk about, you know, all things spooky, maybe like some of our favorite Halloween movies, some, you know, costume ideas. Uh, you know, it, it, we got some things in store, some spooky things. Oh, I'm so excited because this is one of my favorite times of the year. Like, I love fall. Fall is my absolute favorite season, and I love Halloween. Usually, I know what my costume is going to be like two months in advance. This year, though, I'm slacking. This year, I'm for sure slacking, but usually, I am planning my Halloween costume way in advance. I love dressing. So, like, I love, I'm never going to get tired of Halloween. I don't care if I'm an adult and I have kids of my own. I'm still going to dress up. I'm still going to, like, get into the spirit and decorate the house. Like, oh. it's so fun. Oh, gosh. It's the absolute best. At my, at the high school, usually I'll decorate the athletic training room. This year, again, I was, like, I've just been, I've been so busy, so I haven't been able to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love it i guess that leads into my first question erin what has been your favorite halloween costume that you've worn that i've ever worn yeah ever i mean okay maybe like elementary school and then like high school and then college i don't remember though okay so i was i distinctly remember being like baby bop one year from (laughs) from barney i was that's so cute whole onesie outfit I specifically remember it being like the most comfortable thing in the world wait I remember you posted a picture didn't you oh my god you have to post it for the Instagram yeah I I look so I look the same basically (laughs) (laughs) I had blonde really blonde hair back then that was pretty much all that changed oh great hair too which I'm so mad about yeah. <laughs> As I hit 14, it was like I had curls all of a sudden. I woke up and my hair was curly. and then oh, just- That was actually the same thing. Well, uh, when I was a baby, I had curly hair. And then elementary and middle school, I had wavy hair. Like I did not have curly hair at all. Really? Um, and then, yeah, same thing. One day I woke up and my hair just got curly. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Yeah, I mean, I like, I like it, but there's something – that people with straight hair take for granted and that's just being able to wake up and have your hair already look decent yeah yeah wavy curly hair takes a lot of work for sure but i do curly hair i've i've once you know how to manage it then you learn to really appreciate it 
yeah, you learn the tips and stuff to kind of speed things along. Like now I can get ready pretty quickly, but oh, okay. So middle school ish, I would say baby bop. Maybe when I got older, I'm just going to go straight to like when I'm older. Yeah. I really loved I, the Marilyn Monroe costume. Yes. Not because it was super extravagant, but like the way that we, the efforts that we went through to get a good Marilyn Monroe shot where she's like over the storm grate and the dress is blowing up in the air. Like that was just my favorite because it was so ratchet, but the picture came out <laughs> so good. <laughs> it was so ratchet. I don't think it was ratchet, but yeah, I remember we, we, we spent so much time trying yeah. to protect that picture. And it came out so good, but what we did was we just put a, like a portable fan like we, we put it on its side. It was like a stand-up fan. We put it on its side and we had it face the ceiling so that when I stepped over it, my dress would go up. But like we had to figure out how to make it so that the fan didn't show up in the photo. Yeah. Otherwise it would just look way too tacky and cheesy or whatever. So we kind of hid it behind like part of the dress that blew up. We got like the perfect angle, perfect shot. It was awesome. Oh gosh, you okay? So we have to post these pictures on the story, yeah, I'll post just so people can have a visual. That I will say that that one and the one that you did last year of um from Greece, what's her name, Sandy? Like the yeah, I loved that one too. Yeah, I think it helps to have the same kind of hair that these people have. Yeah, for sure. We haven't done a partner costume. Like we still have to do that. Remember, we were going to do, like, uh, Gigi and Kendall um, because, like, I have the dark hair and then you have the, the blonde. Yeah, we should have done – we could still do that, I guess. I mean, they're not as much of, like, a duo anymore, I feel like. Yeah. We should have done when they were. Yeah, it would have been an easy thing. We could have just worn, like, shirts that said Kendall, Gigi, and, like, walked around with, in, like, cute outfits. Like, it wouldn't have been hard. No, we could have done um, the Victoria's Secret, at least the robe. And then, yeah, just worn, like, yeah, same, like, a shirt saying who's who. And then the Victoria's Secret robe, because they, they're both Victoria's Secret models. I think that would have been funny. Yeah. Um, so what are your, what were your favorites? I'm trying to think when I was little, I remember there was like a cowgirl one. I remember being, I think her name was Cassie from Dragon Tales. Oh my God. So it was the same kind of like you. It was like a full body, like onesie costume. Do you remember the song? Dragon Tales, Dragon Tales, right? <laughs> so much fun in Dragonland. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or what? What was the, oh my gosh, we, when we were kids, this is like kind of a short sidetrack, but when we were kids, we made the rock from the Dragon Tales, and we pretended to like transport to a land afar. Like we would say the thing that they would say when they held the rock. Ooh. Like I wish, I wish with I wish, all yeah. my heart to fly away to the land of heart or whatever it was. I don't know. We used to pretend it was fart, but that's just because we were kids and stupid. <laughs> Actually, that was a good show. I mean, it was. I didn't love shows like that anymore. Yeah. Um, so I guess I, that one, I, I remember I was like a cowgirl once, a hippie. Um, I was never anything scary. My mom never let me be anything scary, which I'm <laughs> kind of mad about because I'm like, that would be so fun. Um, I guess, okay, Aaron knows this. I mean, anybody that knows me knows which is my favorite costume. Okay. It, it's the Wonder Woman. Like, uh, yeah, you had everything for that. Yeah, I, and you let me borrow your cape. So mm -hmm. when you were Little Red Riding Hood, 
and I wore that costume for years. But like that wasn't, I think sophomore year, that was my main costume. And then junior, senior year, that was kind of like my, if there was like a party we had to go to or something, that would be like my makeshift costume. But sophomore year, that was like my main one. I love that one. I was obsessed. And it was, and I think for us in college, especially in college, we never like bought costumes because honestly, I don't like those store pre-made ones as I much. I like the ones where you could like, like DIY in a way because you can make them look very cute and personalize them. I like the ones where you have part of the costume. So like you yeah. have the base at in your own closet, but then you add like accessories that maybe yeah. you have to buy. Those are my favorite because you save money. Yes. Um, but this year I'm going to have to be, I had, yeah. I had to buy like the whole thing because I'm going to be Dorothy and I do not have anything in my closet that remotely looks like the dress she wears. In yeah. It's like, there's nothing, I don't wear dresses anyways. So I had to buy the whole thing. Oh, that's like for your Marilyn Monroe co- costume though. Remember that? It, like you had a hard time finding that dress. Oh yeah. The, the white dress. That was, that was surprisingly hard to find for some reason. Yeah. I thought it was going to be easy, but yeah, specific things like that, like stylized um, pieces, like you kind of need to buy. Yeah, for sure. No. Yeah. So for me, Wonder Woman, by far my favorite, my second favorite would be the unicorn last year. More so makeup. Like I got to just be, do a lot of like cool face makeup. So (laughs) I love that one. That's a trend I noticed uh, now is, well, we're lucky because we, all we have to do is like put on a cool face of makeup and, a nice dress and we can like call ourselves something yeah yeah like a lot of people nowadays that's all they're doing they're wearing like a black dress and then just doing like a bunch of makeup and saying that they're like the devil or something or an angel or whatever which is nice too because i mean not because we're older so it makes it easier and yeah. so when we go out because that's literally like tonight i'm going out um that's what i'm doing i'm wearing like regular clothes obviously so i'm gonna be an oh dear like oh dear um <laughs> So a deer, but then I'm going to write the letters O and H and, but I'm going to be wearing a re- like regular clothes, but with the colors of a deer. So like, like that brown beige yeah. and what's going to make my costume are the antlers and my face makeup. Like that's it. Yeah. And that's cute. I like that. The antlers also adds like a nice touch. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for that. But yeah, I, I, I a lot of euphoria people out there, I think. Huh? You know the euphoria, like makeup with all the glitter. Uh, well, that's that. I mean, you could do that with the unicorn and with the alien, which is what I, what I liked. And then next weekend, I'm gonna be the Sanderson sisters with. Ooh, wait, uh, really? Oh, yeah, doing with Emma. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. Emma and Lydia, shout out to you guys. Um, my friend Lydia is gonna be. Oh shoot, Sarah, I think that's her name. Emma's gonna be Winifred. So the one with the red hair, like the main one, and I'm going to be Mary. So I have to figure out how I'm going to do my hair. I think it's probably going to be like something like crazy like this. Yeah, yeah. Super high, super like uh, out there. Yeah. Very frizzy and messy probably. Yep. And that one we will have to kind of buy a sort of like a costume just because they have a very particular look to them. Mm. Um, Oh, Preface, like, if my voice sounds weird in this podcast, it's because I just got over a cold. So just, just, but not, if I sound more like a man than I usually do, that's why. 
Did you get sick from uh, Six Flags last weekend because it was freezing cold? No, 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 no. I didn't get sick from Six Flags. It's so strange. Like I'm, I know flu shots and why they're why they're given, but for whatever reason, um, like clockwork, I get sick right after I get a flu shot. I think um, you just. Um, you get some of the symptoms. Yeah. So like I got a cold right after like a week after I got my flu shot and this happens every year. So now I just kind of expect it. Uh, it's cause they give you like a weakened strain of the yeah. flu and I'm guessing like my body for whatever reason does not like that. So, but yeah, I got sick. I'm guessing because of that, cause it happens every year, yeah. but six flags was fun. I'm so glad we went. That was, was I'm really happy we went to. That was a fun day because we, it was UConn homecoming. You guys uh, went to my football game, which was really fun. And then we went to Ted's and that was your first time going since like. Yeah, I hadn't been to my college bar, um, Ted's since like for years, a few years probably. It's so weird going back because even though we're only a few years out of college, seeing people that are in college, you just feel so old for some reason. And it's like, you're still young. It's just seeing them in college, just you feel like an old person. I think because like you see what kind of people like freak out about at that, like in college. And then you think about like, oh my God, like I remember when everything was such a big deal in college. And then like certain situations that you were in. And then now looking back at it, I'm like, dude, it was like, that was nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Or just like the fact that we used to be excited to get cramped into like a bar that was way too small for the amount of people that let in. Yes. And we were like, Oh my God, this is sick. Like we can't even move. It's so packed. <laughs> like, why do we, we don't want that anymore. We no. want to be able to move at the bars that we're at. Well, that's why they made, Ted's bigger which is well, yeah thank, thank god I mean they did after we left which kind of sucks but yeah and then we went to Six Flags and uh it was a lot of fun we got to go on two rides so um uh, next time we go we'll go with like hours like yeah we just so we have enough time to do the rides and I think maybe go on a weekday if possible because it it gets so packed and then oh. by like tickets online for haunted houses because if you buy them there they're a lot more expensive but yeah, the haunted houses are worth it not for the rides if you're going during like fright fest i would plan on doing more of the haunted stuff and yeah. not as many rides because you can always do the rides like over the summer or whatever exactly and the haunted stuff too just know like it takes time um because they have long lines so you can either get like a fast pass for that which is what we did and honestly it was worth it because we got to go to all the haunted houses like we did all of them um and you may still have time for the rides as well yeah the fast pass it's a little extra money but if you're not planning on if you got there late and you don't have a lot of time it's definitely i would say it's worth it 100 percent worth it for sure if you have the whole day there then i mean you don't Although you don't want to go into the haunted houses in the day. I mean, you can, but it's not <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. I so love getting scared. I love horror movies. I love like just the feeling, the adrenaline rush you get when you're being scared. It's, it's my favorite. Yeah. Like for example, like last weekend, uh, <laughs> so it was Aaron and her boyfriend and then me and my, and our friend Sarah. And I think uh, me and Sarah were the like, most scared out of the four of us and so we got stuck together and we got um we were usually at the end which honestly is 
I guess if you love being scared, it's fun, but it's so scary because they like you're an easy target. Yeah, you're screwed. If you're in the front, you're screwed because you get all of the jump scares, which, by the way, I, they pushed me into the front and yeah. every single maze we went through. So that was great. But you're also screwed if you're in the very back because they like to kind of, once you pass whatever attraction it is, they like to come up behind you. And yeah. They like to follow you and taunt you. Yeah. Um, so that was, so I, for me, it's like, I love doing haunted houses, but just because I love them doesn't mean that I'm not scared. Like I'm actually a scaredy cat. Like I'm terrified. <laughs> But I have so much fun in it because I'm like, oh my god, Ellie, you're so scared. Like, why? <laughs> and I like just start laughing so much because I get so scared over like the dumbest things. Uh, <laughs> but I love the jump scare. I like when they do a lot. Of, there's the one that we went to. Obviously, at Six Flags, so they have like a huge budget. But they had like really cool special effects and makeup and you know props and whatnot. Like it was definitely well done. Oh, the props were really cool. Yeah. I, they did an awesome job. So I guess that goes into um, what would you say are your top five favorite horror films? And horror? you've seen like everything. Like you've, I think like you've seen every scary movie out there. Yeah, I there's li- I can't. I've seen so many that it's like hard to narrow down. So let's let's not do gory. Like just like movies that have left you actually scared actually okay i can do that because there are very few that make me feel like genuinely scared after watching mm-hmm. i'm gonna take it back like to, so i've been watching horror movies since i was like five because our dad would just it would be 10 a.m on a sunday and we would walk into the living room and the, the windows would be drawn the blinds and he'd be watching like the sci-fi channel for those of you that don't know it's like horror, anything uh, supernatural kind of thing. So we were forced as a, as a kid to watch these horrible movies. And I, I think if I'm going to like choose one that really scared me, it would be the original It because that I watched by myself because I was curious because I saw my dad watching it. And um, I was home alone and one day it was on sci-fi and I had turned on the TV and I watched the whole thing by myself, which was so stupid. Uh, and I had nightmares for like three weeks. That was when I was really young, though. Um, oh. but, but honestly, I still I still stand by the original. It I think it's like it, it's it's really good. It's well made. Huh. And then I guess uh, I think actually yeah I think I saw that with you. And Did you? Because like so when we were in college, Aaron was my roommate, obviously. And with Aaron, I saw so many scary movies because she loves them. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I and I, I enjoy watching them too. Um, so, what would you say? So, are one is my fave. Like your favorite, yeah. Or, um, okay, my favorite one that I can literally watch. Like it, this isn't okay. The scariest one, one of the scariest, is Insidious or mm-hmm. Sinister. Those you can't go wrong. Those are great. Um, the Conjuring was pretty scary. Those those are all like the newest kind of ones that that everyone was talking about but like one that i could watch over and over again is probably either um the original scream with the oh, I need to watch that. mask you know what i'm talking about yeah everyone just thinks of the scary movie uh parody of it where they're all sitting in a room and they're like what's that with the mask on but that's probably i that's just a classic i like movies that are satire horror so they kind of make fun of the horror genre uh cabin in the woods is another good one because it's sort of a satire it makes fun of like the whole stereotype of who dies first like for example the virgin always makes it to the end 
Yeah. Like the dumb jock gets killed in some weird, you know, ridiculous way. And the, whoever has sex in the movie gets killed like while they're having sex. Like it, there's always these stereotypes. So like that movie totally knocked all those stereotypes down, which I thought was cool. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's an awesome list. And I guess for me, kind of the same, they overlap in a way. Um, scariest, I'd say when I was little. Okay, the Chucky movies. Oh, um, those were funny, I thought. When I was little, I was terrified. Really? Those, and then The Ring. I remember I scary. was so scared of The Ring, but now watching it, as I'm, now that I'm older, I'm, it's not as it's scary. Not scary. But I think now that I'm older, I will say The Conjuring, very good. Um, Yep, the Insidious movies, really, really good. Sinister was scary. Um, For me, a classic, like your classic was um, Scream, my classic, and kind of the same thing as you and your dad. Um, My dad used to watch AMC. Mm -hmm. And so during Halloween uh, Halloween time, they would play um, uh, Friday the 13th, like the Michael Myers Halloween movies. And hands down, the Halloween movies are my favorite. I Class- love the Halloween movies. The Michael Myers ones, I, I love those. And yeah, it's always been cool. bad. Huh? Anything old school? Like, you know, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Um, have you seen like Freddy versus Jason where they combine the two? Yes. Yep. Love the- that one. Classics. And I, I won't say that they're like the scariest because they're not. But they're fun Halloween movies to watch. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure. And then I will say, I guess this wouldn't be like horror horror. I hereditary creeped. Oh, God, I so I was gonna say that. Hereditary was one of those ones that I haven't walked out of a movie theater in a while and just been like, what did I just watch? Like you you know that feeling? Yes. You're just like, I need a minute to like recover from what I just saw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hereditary was one of those movies where I'm like, I, I feel like I need a like I don't know watch but something super happy and light right now because my head is not in the right space and it was like one it starts off pretty slow but then then it just picks up and picks (laughs) up you're like what the heck is going on also yeah if you watch the trailer like you have no idea what the movie's about like no clue so that makes it really good because when you're watching the movie, you, you really don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, honestly, the ending is not what people think it is. So I highly recommend you watching that movie if you're listening to it. Don't if you're listening, it alone, yeah, don't watch it alone. <laughs> it's, you'll be mess. You'll be. I, I forget if we swear on this podcast. Do we swear? Um, I I think so. I mean, well, you'll be, you'll be fucked up if you watch it <laughs> by yourself. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then what would you say are like your feel good, like Halloween movies, like top five that you watch for fun, not necessarily every year for Halloween? Yeah, like the classics, like tradition. Uh, okay, so everyone's first. answer should be unanimous on this, but the Halloween Town movies, you need to watch those. As soon as October comes around, watch oh. Halloween Town. Halloween Town movies and Hocus Pocus. Like, Hocus those Pocus. Those are the two. Yeah. You cannot. Yeah them like that is you're not doing Halloween right if you're not watching those yeah even if you throw it on as like a background noise thing like you just have to at some point from October 1st to the 31st put on one of those movies do um do a drinking game to it oh yeah you can totally yeah exactly yeah so those are 
those and then what what are other like twitches twitches is a good one um i really what did i just watch i well i guess like casper the friendly ghost yeah, i was gonna say that i like the one with hillary duff yeah that one's my favorite too right? oh my yeah that was, i love that one <laughs> a lot of people stand by like Coraline and nightmare before uh Christmas. Wait, what's it called? Nightmare? Yeah, The Nightmare Before Christmas. I yeah, think. but I, I don't, I haven't really, I'm not super into the animated Halloween movies. Me neither. As some people love The Nightmare Before Christmas, and I, I guess I need to watch the whole movie, but I've, yeah. I've tried. I just haven't been able to get into it. I recently watched Coraline, and I did like it, but I don't know. It's it just doesn't not. have the same effect as, like, the real, the real life, you know, um, like, Ghostbusters, Casper, Halloween Town, Twitches, those ones. I just, I love them. Um, oh, about- Megaplex. Oh, yes. That one was a good yeah. one. That one. And what is it my mom's dating a vampire or something yeah, yeah my mom's dating a vampire the littlest vampire, the littlest vampire. yeah those, those, are all, like, those are the those are the throwback disney movie yeah. i swear i i started watching the new disney movies like holiday themed and they suck they're so they're trash I I was uh, recently talking to my student about that, where I'm like, we were just reminiscing on all the old Disney movies and how good they were. And like still good because I could go back and watch some of them and still enjoy them like Halloween Town. Like we can't, I can never get tired of Halloween Town. But then the movie, I'm like, do they even have like Disney original movies now? Like, is that a thing? They're just so corny. Uh, They're so corny. I, I think the old ones are corny, but... but in a good way. Okay, maybe we're biased. Yeah. Maybe we're biased because there are movies from our childhood, but I don't know. I mean, you guys, you can fight me on this. I feel like our movies are just better. <laughs> I, so. I 100% agree. They're 10 times better. I, I think, I don't know. They're also just more original wait you know what movie scared me and i rewatched it now that i'm older and i still don't like it is um, don't look under the bed is that the one where the it's like the boogeyman yeah oh that one scared me too i 100 percent know what you mean yeah. that was creepy so creepy and i rewatched it now that i'm older and honestly i didn't like it like it yeah. was it's weird. creepy do you know like the guy that who the heck it's like the main guy his his the scene where he shows all of his teeth yeah that scene creeps me out and then the boogeyman obviously is creepy i used to have like i used to have horrible nightmares my parents probably hated me because i had nightmares after nightmares i would i would like you know for me when i was a kid especially my nightmares were real to me so sometimes they would continue on and I would be awake, but still living my nightmare. So oh. I would run into my parents' bedroom and like scream. There's, you know, there's a man in my closet. There's a man standing in my room. And my parents would be like, Aaron, no, there isn't. You're fine. But I would continue to be like, no, I saw him. I saw him. So they would have to go to my room and check and, t- and make sure. And I would still be seeing this man when they're showing me my room. And finally, at some point, my parents would say that they would say something or do something and I would snap out of it. And I would just be like, oh, sorry, I guess I was dreaming. I, I can't even imagine, like if I have a kid that their dreams are so vivid that they come into my room and scream, there's a man in my room, a scary man. I'm going to shit my pants. Like, I'm literally going to say that I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> little kids, because you know, like, I feel like little kids 
if you believe in spirits and ghosts and whatever, you know that little kids see things. Yes, <laughs> they like, do. I, oh my God. I would be terrified, especially since I, how many like scary movies I watch. I would just be absolutely terrified. Wait, so that's a perfect uh, segue into um, telling some spooky stories. So I know you have some a lot of stories about your nightmares and like sleepwalking and sleep paralysis. So guys, Aaron would tell me these stories when we'd be sitting in the room and I would genuinely and like the lights are kind of low and it'd be getting dark outside and I would literally I'm like Aaron like no like I don't want to hear anymore cuz I'm getting so creeped out. You would hate my stories. Also, okay, before you tell that story, I remember freshman year I wasn't Aaron's roommate, but Aaron lived in a quad. And oh my God, I know where you're going with this. And apparently, Aaron would sleepwalk a lot. Not a lot. That's an over exaggeration. It was like maybe. I swear it was a lot. No, it was like two, three times, maybe a, like a year or like once or twice a semester. And so apparently, one of our friends, one of Aaron's roommates, uh, woke up in the middle of the night to Aaron standing by her bed, just like, what, staring at her? And I'm like, that is, and I think that happened twice. It was, no, it happened once. It was like a total paranormal activity moment where like yeah. there's a camera and the person just walks up to the corner of the bed and stares for a solid, you know, I think in the movie, they stared at the person sleeping for like five hours. Oh my but God. In this situation, my friend said that I was staring at her for maybe like, 20 seconds and then went to go over to my desk and sort of rummaged around there for a second and like maybe swore like muttered because uh, I couldn't find what I was looking for and then she said I walked back to my bed got in bed and went to sleep and that was it that's didn't say a word that's still so creepy <laughs> so it's like I wanted to punch you in the face like I was so scared screamed and cover my head with the cover <laughs> I would have yelled Aaron, go back to bed. Because that literally happened to me and my two little cousins. They sleepwalk, or they used to sleepwalk, and they would spend the summers with me. And I remember one time, one of them, we were, she was sleeping in my bed. She flies out of my bed, and she was scared of Fluffy. Like, she's always been scared of my little dog, Fluffy. Fluffy's, like, tiny, but she was scared of her. So she jumps out of my bed, and is like, Fluffy! Fluffy, like, is yelling Fluffy, opens my door, runs outside my room, and then, and then all of a sudden, so I, like, go, I'm like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, she turns around and then just looks at me. And then I close the door because I get so creeped out. And she's, like, Fluffy, and, like, but, like, in the creepiest way. Asleep, so it's, like, a deadpan. Yeah, and I'm, like, and she's just, like, standing there. I'm, like, freaking out. I, like, slightly open the door. I close my eyes. I'm, like, Melissa, get back in bed now. Like, Melissa, like, but not looking at her because I was terrified. And eventually she gets in bed and goes to sleep. And I was, like. when you're younger, like, your imagination runs wild. And so that's probably why, like, you you typically would sleepwalk more when you're a kid. Uh, have nightmares more when you're a kid because it's it's harder for you your brain's probably just more you know active so I haven't slept walk in a long time at least that I know of I haven't yeah. slept since maybe college when we were roommates 
one, I'm a heavy sleeper, so maybe I never noticed, but like, I don't remember you sleepwalking or talking. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't think I had, I did. I really don't. I think as I got older, it kind of um, wore off, but yeah, no, I would like, I just remember, I don't know what you would consider sleepwalking versus just having a really vivid dream, but I would have dreams that you know, like I said, a man is in my room. I would go at one time. I remember I had a dream that, um, I was being swarmed by ants and I woke up just like itching. I was swiping all these ants off my body. I ran into my parents' bedroom and I was screaming, get them off me, get them off me. And they were like, there's nothing on you. What are you talking about? They're like trying to wake me up. They're like shaking me, get them off me. And I like, from what they said to me later on, I, continue to like think they were ants on me for like a long time until I woke up and I realized that I was dreaming and it wasn't real so I would have these like extremely vivid dreams and it just wouldn't stop it would take a lot for me to snap out of it whoa I remember I also dreamed that my brother my younger brother Andrew I dreamed that he was trapped in a box and he didn't have a lot of air left so I know it's so fucked up, but I was, I, we were playing, I guess we were playing hide and seek. And, um, in the dream, he goes into a box and I can't get the lid off. It's stuck. And he's screaming cause he doesn't have air. So I run upstairs to my parents and I'm like, Andrew, he's stuck in a box. He's stuck no. in a box. He doesn't have air. And they go downstairs cause they always have to follow through with whatever dream I'm having to, you know, to completion basically. So I, they take me downstairs and they open the shoe box and there's nothing in there. And I'm <laughs> like, but I swear he was in there. What do you, he was in there. I swear. I'm not crazy. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, shoot. I'm dreaming. Oh, God. You should um, talk about in detail the one, like your sleep paralysis one, because this has happened to multiple people. Like your experience, it's happened to a lot of people. And yeah. I always wonder why. Like why – that's such a cool topic. Like to me, sleep paralysis is so interesting. I watched a whole documentary on it because it's so funny that the same thing, uh, experience kind of in, in some variation happens to everybody. Yeah. And did they talk about why or how, why that? Um, not really that I remember that they don't really know exact, really, really exactly why, but um, they kind of explained like what it was and how everyone's experience is uh, kind of the same. Like you get the same feeling of, uh, so I guess I'll just uh, describe it. (laughs) So you haven't had it, right? No, knock on wood. I really don't want this to happen to me. I'm so scared (laughs) it's happening to me. It's kind of scary. It's not that bad, I guess, once you realize what it is. But when I first got it, it was one of the most terrifying moments of my life. Um, Sleep paralysis is basically you you're stuck so I guess talk about it like how that first time that it happened to you like okay so yeah, are you talking about the one with like the window opening or are you talking yeah. about the one with the guy standing there like over me the guy standing over you okay because it's happened a bunch of times and like each time it's a little different um so the first time it happened I just remember like waking up and it's like almost you're there's a disconnect like you you're awake but and you're seeing your surroundings, you see your bedroom, you see everything. It's like real time, you have your eyes open, but for some reason you're paralyzed. You can't move at all, you're stuck there. And you, as much as you can tell your brain, like move, move, you, you can't, you, it, it's like impossible. And not only that, but I felt like this weight pressing down on my chest 
And it was like, I can't explain it other than it felt like, like a feeling of doom, like impending doom. It just, you're, there's this weight on your chest, you feel paralyzed, you can't move. And it's like impending doom. I'm looking around and usually in sleep paralysis, so after when I looked it up, this is what a lot of people experience, but um, I saw this like dark figure in my, in the corner of my room. And he was, he had like these glaring red eyes and he was wearing a hat and it was, you can't see any of his facial features. It's just basically um, blackness, but he's coming like closer and closer to me slowly. And I'm like inside internally freaking out. I'm screaming, but nothing's coming out of my mouth. Because you're seeing this real time. Like you're yeah. it's in my room. It's, it's yeah. in my room. I, it's not like some weird alternate dream reality where I know it's not real. It, it's like, this is, it feels so real because I see everything in my room that was there when I went to bed. Yeah. So I'm like seeing this man come closer to me. I can't wake up. I can't wake up. You still feel the heavy, you know, chest feeling, something pressing down on your chest. And right before this man kind of gets close enough to touch me, I wake up. So. <laughs> it freaks me out because the fact that so many people have that same exact experience of that dark figure mm -hmm. in the corner of the room. Because my mom had that same thing happen to her. And why is it a dark figure? What? Who is this dark figure? What is this dark figure? So creepy. Like, I don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm so confused. Like, because some people, I guess you could feel, sometimes I'll, it won't be full sleep paralysis, but I'll be in the middle of waking up. It'll be like a halfway point where I, I, my brain's awake but my body isn't and I sort of feel a little bit of the paralysis and I'm kind of like pulling myself out of sludge trying to wake up but I won't see that figure and it won't be a feeling of impending doom it'll just be like my brain hasn't fully woken yet I was gonna say what isn't that more like lucid dreaming where you are aware that you're dreaming in your dream uh no because that's like when you're dreaming you're seeing your dream but and you can control things within it this is like, you're seeing your room, you're trying to wake up, but you ha your body won't move yet. Uh, so it's okay. a form of sleep paralysis, but uh, I will have that and not feel that feeling of doom and I won't see the dark figure in the corner of the room. That's so scary. Like I have to do with like being half asleep, half awake. Like your brain isn't fully um, yeah. aware yet, I guess. Well, yeah, cause you're, I mean, the reason why people, so we all, our bodies all technically go into paralysis when we sleep and it pretty much helps us like to not act out our dreams <laughs> imagine but when you wake up because usually sleep paralysis is during REM sleep and it's REM sleep is when you're dreaming um so your body's paralyzed in order for you to not act out your dreams but when you wake up during that time and that time when you're supposed to be dreaming, but now you're fully conscious and awake, but your body is still paralyzed is terrifying. But then the fact that you can see like a dark figure when you're not dreaming is I one of my biggest fears. Like I don't pray that that won't happen to me. Because but are you not dreaming is the question. Are you really not dreaming or are you yeah, just? That's hard. I don't that's know. Unless you had somebody there that was awake while you're, you know, like when that happens to you, somebody's there with you and they're awake and they can tell you like that you 
fully conscious. Like, I don't know. They can't talk, so they probably wouldn't know that anything's wrong. So, like, like I said, when I'm in sleep paralysis, um, I'll be screaming, but nothing's coming out. Like, I'm not actually making noise. Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> it's really creepy to think about. But you know what's the good thing for anyone listening that's getting scared or doesn't want this to happen to them? The When you are aware that it's happening, um, I've learned that you can somewhat trick your brain and wake up. So, for example, like, now that I know these things happen to me, I'll um, say a million times, it's not real, you can wake up, you can wake up. And then if you focus on one part of your body – so focus on your toes, for example, and try and wiggle them. You somehow can like, for me personally, you can pull yourself out of it. But when you don't know what's going on and you don't, you're terrified. I mean, that's, you, it's really hard to. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, what the heck? Well, uh, you never die in your dreams. I mean, isn't that a thing? No one dies in their dreams because once you're about to die, you wake up. Yeah, no, that is very true. Yeah, no, for sure. But some people say that the sleep paralysis is like some either aliens visiting you and it's like a extraterrestrial <laughs> um, visit or it's a demon. I'd rather it be an extraterrestrial <laughs> visit. <laughs> yeah, I think honestly, I'd probably rather it be an alien too. It's like aliens. You, I mean, aliens, they could be amazing, cool beings. Like. <laughs> They don't have to be scary. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, yeah, I think an alien, maybe it's a friendly alien, like the friendly ghost. It's a friendly, exactly. Casper the friendly alien. Speaking of ghosts, so I've never had anything paranormal happen to me, knock on wood, currently knocking on wood. Um, thank God. But um, living in New England, Massachusetts, Connecticut, obviously there are states that have, have had people inhabit it for years and years like we have like our old state house and things like that they're ancient um so the houses here are really really old Mm -hmm. so one of my friends shout out to emma i apologize in advance emma if i completely butcher this story because it's not my experience it it's it was hers um so her home was built in like the early like 1920s or probably way earlier than that Um, And it's a really cool home because uh, it used to be a speakeasy. So her basement um, was a bar. Her basement. Oh, yeah. Back in the Prohibition era. era. And so when they moved in, they kind of redid the the basement and kind of made it back into a bar. And it's super awesome. So one day they were... um, this company asked to film a web miniseries at Emma's home in their basement because it was a really cool basement. And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. So they have a bunch of fam- uh, film crew people, actors, actresses filming for this web series. Finally, the whole web series wraps up and everybody's picking up their stuff and getting ready to leave. So Emma's sister and Emma were in the basement kind of like helping out or whatever. And one of the guys, I don't know, I can't remember if it was the, one of the actors or one of the producers, goes up to Emma's sister and was like, hey, did you know that you have a ghost living here? And she was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, like, oh, don't worry. Like, she's very friendly. Uh, she was a sl- she's African-American and was a slave 
back back in um, like the slavery days. Um, she's very nice, very friendly. She's co-living with you guys. Um, so you don't have to worry, but I just wanted to let you all know that she is living here. And imagine just somebody telling you that like, home. like what? And in her home is like, you could tell it's a very like old school Victorian style home. And I've, I've slept there multiple times. And we, when we sleep over, we sleep in the basement. Mm-hmm. And honestly, though, I've never, I will say when we would sleep down there, I wouldn't open my eyes because I'm like, I would be scared to like, I don't know when you're in the basement and it's like a very old style, old fashioned basement. Yeah, basements are creepy to begin with. You don't even want to like risk potentially seeing something. So sleeping, I slept fine. But I remember when I would kind of wake up in the middle of the night, I just would not open my eyes. I would kind of just turn around and make myself go to sleep again. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to risk seeing some random ghost. And this was before this man told them about the spirit right. and you would hear like creaking noises, but because it's such an old house, you can't help but think like, Oh, it's the furnace. It's just like the wood. You don't really think anything of it. And I've never experienced like a negative presence in right. her house. Nothing negative, nothing eerie. More like, okay, there could be something here. Mm-hmm. There's just like this weird, like the old draft here and yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, but nothing where you're terrified. So um, I remember she told us this story. Every all of her friends didn't want to sleep in the basement anymore, mm-hmm. um, and I remember her mom had this experience. So this was when Emma and her sister were living in college. We're uh, back in school and her dad travels for work. So he wouldn't be home for the week. And it was just Emma's mom and her dog. And I guess Emma's mom was sitting in the kitchen table with a, uh, I think she was reading or something. And she had a glass of wine on her right hand side. So she was reading, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, she sees the glass move to the other side. (laughs) And I guess she was, clearly, I would have been too freaking out. Like, what the heck? And she would hit it back. And then the glass would move again. Right? so crazy. So when they were telling me this, like, I trust them, like, wholeheartedly. And when her mom said that, like, I'm, that's, I'm like, it's real. It's real. Like, there's no way that's I'm not lying about it. Yeah, exactly. And so I guess Emma's mom became, began talking to the spirits and was like, we're great people. We just, we don't want any, like, we don't want to cause any ruckus. Like, please don't hurt us. Like we can co-live together to co-inhabit the house together. You can, do your own thing. We'll do our own thing kind of thing. That's how she basically Just don't hurt us. Just like, don't hurt us. Um, we're good people, blah, blah, blah. And I just thought that was so funny. I'm like, that's such an Emma, Mrs. Te- like Emma's mom thing to do. I would freak out if my house was haunted like that. And then she, she lives there during the week by herself. But I mean, the good thing is, is that that spirit technically is a very friendly spirit. And so there, I guess, isn't much to be afraid of, but it, it's still very creepy. Yeah. Um, and no, then it's... Do you, believe, do you believe in ghosts? 
Yeah, I, I believe in spirits for sure. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you're, it has to go somewhere, like your spirit. I, I just, I don't know. I've never seen a ghost personally, but I think I believe in them. I believe in them too, 100%. Especially after hearing that story when it came from somebody that I knew and trusted and that I knew well, there's no reason for them to make something up. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I believe it <laughs> for yeah. sure. I used to watch those like, um, what were they called? Ghost Hunters? Where they would- oh, I loved those shows. Yeah, the Ghost Hunters. I don't know if they were fake or staged or what, but they, some of those were pretty dang convincing. Oh, yeah. Very creepy. And the thing is, too, it's whether you believe in it or not, I, at least for me, say if I don't believe it, at the same time, I'm not going to risk. I'm not going to taunt a spirit just because I don't believe in it because you never know what if it is real and then you make them angry and like, no, I just would not mess with that at all. Me neither. Be nice to your spirits. Note, oh, to, Note to all of our viewers and listeners, be nice to your spirits. <laughs> Please. I mean, it's true because there are friendly, you never know. Maybe they just can't go, I don't know, can't go on. Who knows? We don't know what, if there's an afterlife and all of that, but um, maybe they just want to live a happy life in their old home. Maybe they have unfinished business, maybe. I mean, we don't know that. Um, That leads me to another story I'll read, but this one I'll read it from online. So, like I said, Connecticut is known for having, um, well, Connecticut and Massachusetts just having haunted areas because Mm -hmm. these homes and churches and cemeteries are so old. Um, So, I guess there's one story about, oh my, this is so creepy. I'm looking at the pictures right now. Um, So, there's a cemetery in this town called Burlington here in Connecticut. And um, so I'll read you guys the story. It's, uh, it'll be a quick, short story, um, but I kind of wanted to give you guys a bit of a ghost story since Halloween is coming up. So it's called um, the Green Lady Cemetery. Well, that's not the actual name of the cemetery, but the spirit that they see is this green lady walking in the cemetery pretty much. So I'll just read it. So it's the Green Lady Cemetery um, lies tucked away on an otherwise abandoned road in almost the middle of nowhere. Um, the road is used for nothing more than a turnaround or through street to an old warehouse in the clearing on the other side. Chances are, if you didn't know there was a cemetery there beforehand, you might drive right past it. The cemetery has been so vandalized that most of the graves are tiny hunks of stone sticking out of the ground. Cracked, mutilated, and forgotten, they stand on a lonely little hill behind a dilapidated stone wall. Dilapidated? <laughs> stone wall. Dilapidated. Oh, man, I'm just going to skip that word. <laughs> and then it says, Unlike the grounds, the myth of the green lady and her cemetery is thriving. The graveyard is said to be haunted by a woman named Elizabeth, who drowned in the nearby swamp and is identified as a green mist in the middle of the road. Her gravestone is in the cemetery, but the names on the gravestones have been worn away over time. Natives of Burlington also speak of Elizabeth's home, a long forgotten cabin on a road nearby. And the cabin in question is said to emit an eerie light, the windows in the house, a ghostly looking woman. The woman inside is said to also be the green green lady spirit. So in the summer of 2012, a group of friends 
went on an expedition to the old cemetery to see what all the fuss was about. They had arrived around 11 p.m. It was a warm summer night, and they all seemed pretty quiet. So I'm going to tell the story. In So this is a guy speaking of his experience. So he says, we arrived around 11 p.m. We got out of our cars and began to walk around the cemetery silently hoping something would happen. After an hour, a member of our group became frustrated with the lack of activity and started taunting the spirits. Bad idea. Very bad idea. Why the F would you do that? <laughs> Why even? You just don't mess with that at all, whether you believe in it or not. So anyways, after a few minutes of the taunting from our friend, I began to feel uneasy and we decided we would go back to the cars and rest a little bit. I was sitting in the front seat of my car when my friend asked for me to join her in the back seat so that she could show me some of the pictures she had taken. I got up out of the car and went and sat in the back seat, leaving the car door open. Suddenly, the car door slammed on me. It slammed so hard that I was thrown into my friend who was slightly annoyed until she realized I had been pushed. The door then closed on me again, sending me further into my friend and closed completely. It was amidst our screaming that we noticed my rear view mirror had been turned sideways despised despite both of us being in the back of the car. The angle the car was on the hill would have made the door difficult to close on its own. The vehicle was facing downhill with the hood of the car pointing down the hill. The car door had to have been physically pushed closed with force, the first time closing on my leg, unable to close fully. Upon getting ready to leave, we stayed for a few minutes to talk to the passengers of the other vehicle. While I discussed directions with the other driver, we both heard a blood-curdling scream come from the woods. This is a pretty wooded area on a road that doesn't have many houses. The scream we heard was definitely female and loud. We took the scream as a cue to leave. We fear we may have angered the spirits with our friends taunting. So that was one experience a person had at this cemetery. And that just goes to show if, and oh my, this website gave lists of places in Connecticut that are haunted. Yeah, and I'm like, lists for everywhere, right? Like if you look up your town or your yeah. state, and for it. And my thing is, honestly, I kind of want to check out some of the places because some of them are open to the public. So, for example, the old state house here in Connecticut is said to be very haunted. And mm-hmm. I didn't know this until I was reading it that at that Connecticut is the first place where they had the first um, witch hunt. So they killed their first quote unquote witch. um, Where? In, in Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, wow. And it's, it's so creepy. So they killed about like 60 some, no, they killed about 11 people and there were about 62 witch trials here in Hartford. And so imagine all those people that died at that old state house and the state house is in the middle of downtown Hartford. Like you walk by, it's the time. It's kind of like in Boston, that small building amongst all these huge buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of want to go because people say that that it's haunted, that they hear voices and they see people, like they see ghosts walking around. And same thing with the Mark Twain house. Um, but that's one of the thing is like even if you don't see anything, don't go out of your way to try and taunt these spirits because something bad will happen you know what the last place so like 
for me, especially since it's like in a lot of horror movies, but the last place I would go at night is an abandoned, um, you know, the old mental institutions. Yeah. All those days. for me are like, that would, I wouldn't, you couldn't even pay me to go into one of those. No, not at all. Have, but dang, those are scary. Well, because if you think about it too, like say hypothetically, spirits are real. Mm-hmm. Uh, the spirits in those hospitals are, have been pretty much, they've lived for the most part, not the best lives. Mm-hmm. And if they pass away with mental illnesses, just think of their spirits. What if they're still reliving that as spirits? Yeah. If they appear to you, they're going to appear Bad, badly <laughs> yeah so i would they not have a vengeance they have a vengeance because of some of them were killed like back then we didn't know a lot about like i'm talking way back then we didn't know a lot about mental illness and people were killed because of mental illness oh that just oh that, that's the same thing with the old state house like these women were killed for oh let me i'm gonna read it to you guys what i read and i was like what the heck so I'll just read a little excerpt. Let me try and find it. Um, so 11 people were put to death. Um, so the first step in the pro- so in the mid 17th century, it didn't take much to be convicted of a crime of witchcraft. The first step in the process was a single accusation, and this got the ball rolling for the beginning of what deemed another famous term, the witch hunt. After the accusation took place, Local magistrates would then take over. These local magistrates would then gather evidence and question witnesses. They would sometimes use brutal tactics to try to obtain a confession from the accused. One method used to prove witchcraft was the water test. A test in where they would bind and tie your arms and legs and throw you into a body of water, of water to see if you um, float, floated or sank float or sink, whatever. Um, So basically they throw you in water to see if you would float or if you would sink. Um, So if you sunk to the bottom, you're innocent of the crime. But if you were guilty, you would float. And that would automatically mean that you're a witch. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that so stupid? Well, they assume that if you're a witch, you would have the power to free yourself. Yeah, but but the way that they measured it was if you float, you're not a no. If you sink, if you sink, you're not a witch. Mm-hmm. But if you float, you are. But science, you we float like that's just part of that's how Wait, we. Are. Didn't you say that the cinder blocks were like tied to their legs? No, they no. It was um. What is it? I thought they tied um. No, it just said that they. They would bind and tie your arms and legs. So they oh. would like tie your arms together and your legs together and throw you in the water. Mm. I mean, yeah, you're you're floating somewhat, but I feel like a lot of them probably just drowned. That's true. Because well, you can't really propel your. It's really hard to propel yourself above water with no arms or legs. That's true. Like, just think about when you jump in the water and your arms are straight at your side and you don't that's move true. at all. It's it's harder for you to float. But either way, I'm like, that's, how, how does that prove? Uh, uh, it's just sick back then. Yeah. No, like, say, if you're, another thing you can do is like Salem, if you're, if, during the Halloween time, going to Salem school, because they'll do like those witch trials and they'll give you tours and kind of explain like the backstory behind it. I would love to do that. Yeah. That's a good place to go. 
so yeah so places like that where i'm like if there are spirits these spirits are clearly upset because they've had injustices done to them like they got killed for no reason pretty much and it's really sad so if you go to visit and you taunt them they're clearly gonna scare you back but yeah so that's pretty much those are some of the stories we have for this episode we're thinking of doing part two that will premiere right after halloween so november what Uh, yeah november 3rd um where where we're gonna break down um more stories more ghost stories so if any of you guys have any cool paranormal activity type um yeah let us know please let us know that i mean we we could also like a, a murder uh episode to combine ghosts with murder um and do some crazy crime stories from our areas that would be really cool too so if anybody has cool ghost stories or murder stories just let us know and we'll include it in our episode next week yeah and we'll briefly you know recap any uh halloween escapades that we have yep that'll that's gonna be fun um so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode erin do you have any last words um i guess just go out be scary drink some booze what's oh my gosh what is that thing boo and booze eat drink and be scary that's 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 a good one that's a good way to end it and be safe and be safe yeah (laughs) definitely be safe happy halloween Bye. bye